Yup, that's me. I know, I know, it's a pretty crazy situation I found myself in. You're probably wondering how I got here. Or, uh, maybe some of the magic is lost because this is an all-audio medium. Huh. Bummer. Because, trust me, this is a wild scene. Me being chased by these... Uh, these... Well, I guess you'll see what they are if you keep listening. Uh, so, in summary, this is crazy, and now we're going back in time. Dang, look at me. So young and innocent. Oh, uh, so just imagine whatever person you think goes along with this voice, and then make that person look six months younger, slightly cleaner, and as if his understanding of reality hasn't been totally shattered. Easy enough. Huh. Okay, I'm gonna get out of your way for a bit and just let you watch. Um, listen. Randall, wait up! You find anything? Not yet, but there's gotta be one around here somewhere. Any real city would have one. Maybe in the next one. Come on. Well, this looks like it would have been the downtown area. I, I swear, there's gonna be one, like, right here somewhere. Well, we gotta find a place to stay tonight. We can look a little longer. You never know. Wait, you see that green canopy down the street there? Wait! Randall! I didn't wait. Of course. I hardly ever did. But what was I supposed to do? You know how many of these places were left? I ran all the way down the street to the little green canopy at the end. The sign was hanging by only a thread which caused the Superman painted on it to swing precariously in the slight breeze. Okay, here we go. Let's see what we got. <sighs> Look, I get that you're excited, but we can't just run through the streets like that. Someone could be watching. Oh, come off it, Oscar. Ugh. Holy shit, that clown is freaky looking. Don't curse, Angie. But yeah, that thing is terrifying. Dude, I don't think your duties as big brother include stopping me from cursing anymore. The world literally ended. Oh, check it out! This cardboard cutout, my dear Angie, is none other than Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Which one? This is the new one, the Skarsgård. Ugh, he freaked me out. Although I never saw the original. I don't know. The old one was scary because he was truly the epitome of clown. Trustworthy. Goofy. Tim Curry. I mean, look at this guy. He looks like he was designed to scare children. Shouldn't those throwback goonies have known not to trust him just by looking at him? Ugh, whatever. So, aside from the terrifying clown, what are we looking for? Anything worth the time we spend looking for this place. Uh, let's see. Fuck. This place is a dud. What are you talking about? This place is untouched. Nobody wanted to loot a place like this. Why don't you just pick something? It's not about the quantity, Angie. It's about the quality. Look at this place. It's all movie memorabilia. He's right. Wonder Woman and Chris Pine? Justice League? Guardians of the Galaxy 5? Weak. Guardians? I mean, did anyone even care about Guardians of the Galaxy before Chris Pratt got super ripped for his super role? No, they didn't. Oh, here's a poster for the Avengers. Dang, look at them. Chris Evans? Chris Hemsworth? Wait, is the only requirement for being in a Marvel movie that your name had to be Chris? No, you also had to be hot as hell. Okay, you're not allowed to look anymore. We're going outside. Oh, come on! Yeah, we might as well go. There's nothing here. 
I will take this, though. A Spider-Man bobblehead? Where's it gonna bobble? In your backpack? Maybe. I'm sick of leaving these towns empty-handed. All right, all right. Uh, just grab your toy and let's get out of here. Excuse me? It's a collectible now. Mm. We only have another hour or two until nightfall. We need to find a place to crash. Now. I saw some houses to the east of us. God, I used to hate it when people gave directions like that. Well, when your only sense of direction comes from the sun, you do what you gotta do. Let's get moving. We walked east, towards the homes I saw when we first came to this town. The houses weren't big, but we didn't need much. Oh, this is Angie, by the way. Oscar's younger sister. Or no, you know what? I will not be known as that. I will not be Oscar's younger sister on the show. I'm Angie, damn it. I may only be 13, but I'm not going anywhere, so learn my goddamn name. Sorry, I didn't get much time to be a feminist before the orange man started a nuclear war. I feel like it's my duty now to pave the way for women in this wasteland, and there are other women out here. I'm not going to be the only female character on the show. It isn't 2019 anymore. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh right, the houses. We trudged through the rubble-filled streets until we finally found a house that seemed to meet our good enough standards. It was two stories and only one wall had collapsed. It looked like a small bomb landed just south of it because the house next door was completely destroyed. It's funny, when you say nuclear war, people only really think of the big radioactive sons of bitches. No one really considers the smaller bombs that are dropped before the nukes. You know, all the airstrikes, but what are you going to do? All right, this looks like as good a place as any. Randall, you want to sweep the top floor? We'll take the bottom. Yep. It's clear up here. We're good down here, too. Look what I found. A shit ton of blankets. Sweet. No sleeping in the cold tonight? It'll still be cold. California nights are a lot colder than they used to be. Plus, there's a wall missing. But I mean, these will help. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Ah, that never gets old. Shut up and give me a blanket. Here you are. Okay, everyone. Pick your sleeping spot. I call this part of the floor. Dibs on the floor over here. Well, this floor looks lovely. Sometimes I wish we could just get over ourselves and sleep in people's beds. This way is more fun. It's like a slumber party, right, Angie? Not even close. The ideal slumber party needs way more snacks, a romantic comedy, and a distinct lack of older brother. Ah, <sighs> that does sound lovely. Even I could go for a romantic comedy right now. Um, what was that one with, uh, J-Lo? Made in Manhattan. Wedding planner. Geely. Whoa, Randall really knows his rom-coms. I've been known to dabble. Well, with no movie in sight. You gonna read your new book already? What? You got a new book? Yep. What did you do with the one you had before? Oh, I just left it where I found this one. Huh. Funny how every surviving bookshelf has now become one of those lending libraries your annoying neighbors would put in their yards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I guess it's my turn to do one of these voiceover connected dot things. We probably could have done something more creative if our budget was bigger, but I'm all you got. Anyway, we settled in for the night, or for what we thought was going to be the night. You see, here's the thing. The problem with the world now is that there are no more iPhones. I mean, aside from the collapse of civilization and rampant radiation poisoning and those creature things. Uh, but we'll get back to those. Okay. Aside from all that stuff, it's the lack of iPhones. See, 
before the world went to shit, everyone had an iPhone in their hands to distract them. Facebook, photos, fucking Flappy Bird, ugh! You remember how awful that game was? So unnecessarily hard! Well, when everyone had an iPhone to look at, they didn't care what you were doing. But now, all anyone has to look at is everyone else. And everyone else is in short supply these days. So when you do end up running into someone new, you have to ask yourself, am I lucky or am I fucked? Shh, stay down and keep quiet. Wait, Randall, they'll see you. Shh, stay there. Do you see anything? Ah, uh, it's too dark. Is it the government? No, it can't be. We didn't see any sign of them. They're not ones for subtlety. Uh, okay, um, Oscar, I think we're in action mode. You mean the gun? Yes, I mean the gun. That's what action mode means. Okay, okay, uh, hold on. Uh, got it. Now what? Um, uh, n now, now we... I thought we were in action mode. What's next? I'm thinking. Can I have a second to think? You mean action mode is a one-part plan? And that part was gun? You got a better idea? I think I could do better than gun. Shut up, Randall. What are we doing? Okay. Angie, if you crawl to the far side of the room, can you see through the kitchen to the broken wall? What am I looking for? Uh, do you see anybody outside? Any, any lights? Any movement? No, nothing. Wait, I think I saw something shifting. Okay. See, that's what I thought. That's the clear escape route. They expect us to go out that way. Fuck! Fuck! I say we bum-rush the door. What? Are you crazy? Look, they made their presence known at the front door. Clearly, they're trying to drive us away from it. It's the last thing they'll expect. Fuck. Angie, stay close. Oscar, keep the gun up. Let's move slowly to the door. You guys ready? Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. Okay. On three. One. Two. Hey, are you gonna bum rush the door? Fuck. Sorry guys, I really thought that would work. Seriously? Were you gonna bum rush the door? Um... No? Okay, cause I wouldn't. Uh, there's a lot of us out here. Yeah, it's cool. Um, what do you, what do you want? Come on out. Slowly. Okay, we're coming out. Sorry guys, I feel like that one's on me. Could we just go out there? I don't see any other choice now. I'll go first. Alright. Drop your stuff. And stand against the wall. No sudden movements. That's right. Everything. Especially that firearm of yours. Where are the rest of you? Oh, they're out there. Trust me. You make any sudden movements and and they'll spring into action quick-like. And I got this knife ready to go, so... Uh... There's literally no one else out here except you. Are you serious right now? This is ridiculous. Let's go, guys. Now hold on there, young man. No! You can't just wake us up in the middle of the night, ruin my great escape plan, and then not even be a threat. I'll use this knife. I'll do it. We have a 13-year-old with us. How dare you scare us like that? Oscar, Angie, let's get out of here. I'm serious, son. Put your stuff down. Or what? Ah! Holy shit! What is that? I, I don't see it. Sebastian! Sebastian! Down, boy! Heal. 
I'm sorry about that. So sorry. He's a good dog. He just doesn't like strangers. Or UPS drivers. Were any of you UPS drivers before? Is that what was behind the house? Your German Shepherd? His name is Sebastian. And yeah, he's been known to skulk around. Jesus Christ. I don't like dogs. Oh, he wouldn't have hurt you. He's real lovable, aren't you, Sebastian? Ooh. What is going on right now? I'm sorry, folks. I, I didn't mean to startle you. Is that what you call it? So there's nobody else with you? No. Been all alone for a while now. Not a great lie there, buddy. Well, we must all have our secrets these days. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. The stripper from the office said that. Huh? I never watched that show. Jesus, you get worse every second. If you're going to have a secret, don't get caught. Oh, you know how it is meeting new people nowadays. I thought your generation had trouble socializing with the internet and whatnot. But that's nothing compared to the apocalypse. And now you constantly have to ask yourself, am I lucky or... Or am I fucked? Yeah, yeah, we know. I didn't realize you were so young. What are you? Fifteen? We're twenty? I'm thirteen. Of course you are. I'm not sure any age matters anymore. Life expectancy has gone to shit under the tenure of our commander-in-chief. Anyway, I mean, I did vote for him. But what are you going to do? Wait, you voted for him? And you're admitting it? Well, you live in California, so if you think about it, you kind of voted for Hillary. I thought he would bring change, drain the swamp, make America great again. Ha, he definitely did. I'm Angie, by the way, and this is my brother, Oscar, and this is Randall. No relation, in case you can tell. Oh, yes, how rude of me. My name is Victor. Uh, Victor Bernstein. Like the bears? What? What? It's nice to meet you, Victor. Or it would be if you weren't robbing us? Wait, what were you doing? I'm sorry. I figured I should get the jump on you, rather than the other way around. Hellos are so hard nowadays. So you acted without thinking of the consequences. Sounds about right. Dude, drop it. Though really, Victor, we do have a gun. You could have really gotten hurt. Hey, I've lasted this long. Say, why don't I make it up to you? Give you a tour of my little town. The sun was beginning to rise as Victor led us through this town he calls home. Claytonville, it was named. We saw a good chunk of the place the previous day, but Victor showed us something different. Victor showed us what this place once was. He painted a picture for us that didn't include rubble-filled roads, collapsed buildings, and deadly silent streets. It seemed as though every corner we turned sparked a new story that took place at this location with a neighbor of his. So Karen slips on the ice and falls on the table! <laughs> catapulting the pie onto Jackson's fancy new shirt. <laughs> I, I swear, it was right out of the movie. Sounds like Jackson deserved it. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Jackson was a good guy. A little competitive, sure, but he had a good head on his shoulders. He didn't make it through the first round of airstrikes, though. After the quartering amendment in 2019, a battalion made Claytonville their private army base. Of course, the Korean jets found them in no time. The bombings went on and off for months, taking out soldiers every time. But it seemed more often than not there were civilians where the shells dropped. By the time our president fired the first nuke, there was only a small group of us left. And now there's just me. And Sebastian, of course. I'm sorry, Victor.
Has there been any sign of the government around here recently? Not since the grid first went down. They used to be all over. Last I heard, they made Vegas their western headquarters. I guess it's both L.A. and Sacramento blasted off the map. That's good. Nothing good can come from running into them. You can say that again. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starving. Where's the best place to eat around here? Well, once upon a time, I would have directed tourists to Jenny's Cafe. <laughs> but now it's, uh, it's over here. Follow me. Oh, yes, this alley is lovely. Not the alley. Up here. Sebastian, sit. Stay. Stay. Yeah, stay, doggy. Okay, uh, full disclosure, uh, just a little afraid of heights. And ladders, also not my thing. Son, you survived nuclear bombs falling from the sky. You can make it up two stories. Oh, goddammit. Whoa, it's so pretty. Look at the mountains from up here. Okay, yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, it's beautiful. With everything going on, it's good to know that these mountains will always be here. It's also a little ironic that what once was the local movie theater is what provides us with this view. It's sort of a remarkable mundanity. All right, now give me some jerky. Jeez, okay, calm down. I'm a growing girl. <laughs> we spent the next hour eating our lunch on the roof of the movie theater, enjoying the beautiful view. We didn't talk much. I think mainly we were just happy to relax for a second, catch our breath, which didn't last long, of course. Once the hour was up, we started to see something blocking our view of the mountains. Dust. A lot of dust. What is that? Victor? You said the government wasn't here. They're not. You're the first people I've seen in weeks. Well, who else could travel with enough speed and numbers to make that dust storm? I assure you, I have no idea. We should get off the roof, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's get down. Down, Sebastian, down. I know you're so cute, but we got a situation here. Oscar, how long do you think we have? I, I don't know. Uh, Fifteen minutes. Maybe. Shit. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but on the scale of lucky to fucked, I'm going straight to fucked. Yeah, definitely fucked. Okay, 15 minutes isn't enough time to get out of here. We need a place to hide. The, the roof is too exposed. We need somewhere we can curl up. Uh, a basement, maybe? Lucky's bar has a basement. No way. The bars are the first places people hit in a new town. Well, let me think. This isn't exactly tornado country. There aren't a lot of basements around. How about an attic? My house has an attic, and it's still standing, uh, but it's on the other side of town. It'll have to do. Lead the way. We ran through the streets, keeping an eye on the approaching dust cloud. We passed through downtown right by a Taco Bell, and all I could think about was how much I wanted a Crunchwrap Supreme. Since memory is a bastard sometimes... The little shops turned into homes, and Victor turned off the street onto a walkway that led to the largest house in the neighborhood. The house used to be a sort of grayish-blue color, which could still be seen on some of the edges of the house. But the dominant color now was scorched black. It had clearly caught on fire at some point. Dang, Victor, this is where you live? Must have been a real nice place. Uh, you know, before. It was. I was a lucky man back then. 
Well, you survived. I'd say you're lucky now. Would you? What did you do before all this? I was the mayor of this little town, actually. No way, really? Was that stressful? Well, comparatively. They're almost here. I haven't heard that sound since our car broke down last month. Hurry, everyone inside. This way, up the stairs. This place looks pretty beat up. It looks like it's gonna collapse on us, Victor. No, we got the fire out before it could do real damage to the foundation. The structural points of the house are still sturdy, trust me. We don't have a choice. They're gonna be riding through here any second. Come on. Help me pull this down. I got you. Ugh. Everyone up. Come, Sebastian. Come, Sebastian. Man, it's dusty up here. Do you see anything out the window? They're in the town, I think. Uh, hold on. Oh, shit! Everyone get down! Are they outside? Um, one of the cars just stopped at the end of the street. The others just kept going. Maybe it's some sort of patrol? Scoping out the place, you know? Could be. How many are there? Um, two guys, from what I can tell. Oh, and one of them has a gun. What kind? Big one. Probably from the Assault Rifle Act of 2020. You know, uh, the one that gave every homeowner an assault rifle to protect their property from foreigners. And bears. I mean, you have a gun too. A handgun, but still. Not that we should get into a shootout or anything. I'm not sure a gun's gonna be much help here. What do you mean? Secret secrets, Victor. Look. If we just stay quiet, they'll probably just walk right past us. We just have to wait this out. There are a dozen homes on this street anyway. What are the odds they come into this one? Or maybe they immediately waltz straight into our hiding place. Jesus, what is up with my plans lately? What do we do? Shut him up. Shh, Sebastian, it's okay, boy. Shh. Everyone shut up. Just listen. Man, this place is burnt to shit. Still standing, though. Could use some Febreze to get rid of that smell. God. No, I think that's just you. Shut up. It doesn't look like much survived down here. I'll go check upstairs. What's this? An attic? What's going on up there? There's an attic. I can't quite reach the cord. Oh, they probably never let you ride them roller coasters neither, huh? Must be this tall. Fuck off! <clears throat> Aha! Got it. You take care of that. I'm gonna go check out the bathroom down here, if you know what I mean. God, now we'll really need that Febreze. Alright, let's see what we got up here. Wait, what the- Catch him! Catch him! I got him. Uh, help me lower him. On the floor right here. Smart move! Hitting him with the gun. Much quieter than shooting. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's why I did it. His buddy's gonna be looking for him. We can't be here when he finds him. And of course, the other one's the one with the big gun. Oh, you're right. Victor, we gotta move. Fuck. We can climb out the bedroom window onto the roof. Uh, there's some lattice we can climb down. Let's go. Wait, how do we get Sebastian down? Unless he's one of those new climbing dogs I haven't heard about. Oh, radiation could do crazier things. Oh, shit. We can't go through the front. He'll definitely see us. 
Okay. Um, take the sheets off the bed. We'll have to lower him down. It's a good thing the fire didn't touch this room. Shame. These are good sheets. Egyptian. We'll have to go one at a time. I don't think this will support more than that. Angie, you go first. Get on the other side of the bushes there, and when we lower Sebastian down, you need to get to him, and you need to calm him down. He won't like this. On it. Victor, lift Sebastian through the window to me, and then climb through yourself. Okay. Okay. Coming through. Oscar! I'm coming. Here are the sheets. Ready to go. Come here, you stupid dog. Let me loop this under you. It's okay, Sebastian. Shh. Angie, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, Oscar, let's lower him down. On three. One, two, three. Oh. Shh, Sebastian, it's okay, puppy. Got him. Hey, buddy, you're okay. Come here, Sebastian. I'll go next. He'll stop whining once I'm down there. Dave, you find anything there? Shit, we gotta move. I'll go next. Oh, fuck me, I thought ladders were bad. Come on, you got this. We gotta hurry. I'm coming right after you. You guys are too heavy. Hurry. Dave, holy sh... What? Dave, what the fuck? Oscar, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, because you landed on top of me. Don't worry, everyone. I'm okay, too. Hey, who's out there? Come on, we need to move. Right. Oscar, help me up. Ugh. Hey! Don't move! Let's go! I'm gonna find you! You can't run forever! Watch us, asshole! Boss, we got a situation. Angie, don't antagonize the man with the big gun. They're the only ones worth antagonizing. Talk to me, Victor. Where are we running? Uh, away! God damn it! Okay, quick, duck in here. This is no good. We can't stay here. I know, but we can't just keep running. That's a surefire way of getting caught. We need a plan. Ah, we should have just booked it to his car. Driven out of town. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, dude. They would have caught up to us. No offense, but you're not as great of a driver as you think you are. I'm a Austin. great driver. You're a grandma driver. Speed limits don't matter anymore. Speed limits are there for a reason. We're doing this now? Really? Sorry. Sorry. I just wish we knew how many of them there were. I didn't see how many cars they had. Based on the sound, at least three or four. No more than six? Great. Between three and six cars. That's not as helpful as I hoped it would be. Well, they know we're here, and now they're looking for us. You're right. We need to know what we're dealing with. Oh, recon mode? Exactly. Wait, what? What, what are we doing? We can't do anything until we know what we're dealing with. How many people, how many cars, how many guns. Only one of those guys had one, so that's good. Means they don't have enough for everyone. I'm not very good at sneaking. Well, today you're going to have to be. We stay low, we stay hidden. We should split up. We're too easy to spot right now. We can't split up. They'll pick us off one by one. No, she's right. Victor, you come with me. We'll head downtown. That's probably where they're going. All right, then. Angie, we need you to scout back the way we came. See if that guy's following us. I'm going with her. No, you're going to go. She can't go by herself. She's the smallest and the quietest of us all. That's my sister. She's not a child. She's 13. I can do this. I can do this. Oscar, I'll be okay. Angie- Oscar, you see that clock tower to the north of us? That city hall. That's our rendezvous point. You need to go there and make sure it's clear for us. Fine. 
and you're taking Sebastian with you. Oh, come on. He can't sneak up on them with us. You need to keep him out of the way. Ugh, fine. Okay, let's do this. Should we put our hands together and yell break? Shut up. Good huddle. Come on, Victor. Oh, fuck me. Angie, be careful. I always am. Randall, take the gun. Just in case. Thanks. See you guys soon. So we split the party, which is always a good idea. Oscar and Sebastian got to City Hall with no trouble. Angie found the man from the house pretty quickly. Turns out he was following us. Luckily, he was the loudest son of a bitch in the world, so she was able to tail him pretty easily. No one else was with him. It all went according to plan. Except with Victor and me. Of course. He led me back to the center of town, through back alleys and backyards. We didn't encounter a single living soul until we were a block away from the two-story movie theater. You hear that? Yeah. Sounds like they're just down the block. Probably on the other side of the theater. What do we do now? Let's follow the buildings on this side of the street until we can see them. We'll get a count of everything we see, and then we'll head back to City Hall. Easy. Yeah. Easy. It'll be okay, Victor. Just stay low and follow me. Okay. Let's do it. We made it to the end of the street quickly and quietly, shuffling between the buildings. The last building on the street had a hole in the wall big enough for us to step through. We could see this place once had a second story, but only half of it was left, jutting ominously a few feet above our heads. We snuck through the building to the large windows on the far side. From there, we could see two men in front of the theater. They stood in front of their four-door sedan holding assault rifles. A third man was leaning against a large truck parked 20 feet behind them, smoking a cigarette. Another truck and a convertible were parked on the other side of the street, but no more people were in view. It's easy to describe what these guys looked like, because I felt like I had seen it all before. Think of every post-apocalyptic movie you've ever seen. You know, those Mad Max-type characters and all of them? All those guys wearing goggles, leather gloves, and what appeared to be roadkill? Their cars were caked with dirt and adorned with decorative bones and homemade spikes that served no function. Imagine all that, except for some home movie. A high school project where the kids thought they were being super creative and funny, but when it finally airs in class, they realize how shitty it actually is. That's what they looked like. I don't care what the boss says. The bar should always be the first place we go to. Nah, that's what they expect you to do. We're unpredictable. That's the point. So we go to the movie theater? Look at what they were playing when everything went down. The Sandlot 4, Aristocats, Live Action, and Star Wars, Jar Jar in Love? Literally all sequels. What's the point of that? The doors to the movie theater opened up and a fourth man walked out. He didn't seem very high school. But he also didn't seem very Mad Max. And he was definitely in charge. He was a tall, handsome man. He wore a black beret with a green military jacket and black pants. His mirrored aviator sunglasses glinted in the sun as he gently picked a piece of licorice out of the bag in his hands. He had a large, shiny revolver strapped to his hips. They all straightened up when this new man entered the scene. I liked Jar Jar in love. Nicolas Cage was very convincing. <laughs> I mean, of course, sir. No one's disputing the fact that the Oscar was stolen from him that year. Hmm. Any word from Steve? How's little Dave doing? Little Dave is still in the burned house, recovering. Steve's following whoever punched him to the north. What about BJ and Lucas? 
They just called in over the radio. They're still heading to meet up with Steve. So, there's eight of them? Far as I can tell. I, I see something poking out of the convertible there. Do you see it? Not really. Just the tip of something. Something mechanical, maybe? Yeah, I think I can get a better look from the second floor. Lift me up. Wait, Randall, that doesn't look sturdy. Just do it, Victor. We don't have time for this. I should have listened to him. The moment I pulled my full weight on the remaining second floor, it gave out. Lucky for me, I had something to break my fall. Unluckily for Victor, he was it. With the loudest noise I had ever heard, the wooden planks ripped their supports from the walls and landed directly on Victor, bringing me down with it. When I landed, my bag split open. Some comic books, the Spider-Man bobblehead, and jerky fell onto the floor. The handgun was heavy enough that it fell just to the edge of the bag, but didn't quite leave the broken zipper. I looked up to see all those men looking over in our direction. Guns raised. Victor looked at me. Stumped. Stuck. Help! Help! The men were approaching, shouting. If I didn't move fast, we'd both be toast. So I moved fast. I darted back through the hole in the wall, keeping low. They didn't see me move. But they did see Victor. Hello, Mr. Mayor. The boss stepped easily into the building and stood over Victor, pressing down on the rubble on top of him. Moving faster than anyone would have thought possible, Victor's hand darted out into the bag and pulled the weapon out, shoving it point-blank at the aviator's sunglasses above him. His eyes were like fire. He knew he had him. But I knew something Victor didn't know. Something he found out a second later. He was ready to blast this guy into oblivion. He pulled the trigger. He pulled it again. The gun was empty. We found it a while back like that. Decided to keep it along as an intimidation tactic. It's ironic, though, because that click was the least intimidating noise in the world. Well, that's just disappointing. He looked down at the former mayor of this town, drew the gun at his hip, and... 